0: All right, we're back at it. Rich here, Reinforced Running Podcast. We will continue to push forward to give you that training content that you want so you can become a better endurance athlete because right now, you know, running is really the only thing that we can do. So, really it could be worse, right? Um anyway, today we have Jay O'Hare who is an ultra endurance athlete and CEO of Venga CBD. And I'm sure at this point you've heard of CBD. Uh, you probably know what it's supposed to do, and maybe you've even tried it. But there is a lot of noise around CBD, which does make it hard for the consumer. And I know in my own personal experience, it's hard to know what the difference is between the brands, the type of CBD, how much we should be taking, what what it really is going to do, what it does to us um, when we take it. So we cover all of that plus more, including how to truly know the the correct dosage of your product and how CBD can reduce your recovery time and really what sets CBD companies apart from each other. So I took a ton away from this and I have done my research on CBD, um, And this was really eye-opening in a lot of ways. So if you've ever thought about CBD or really have been kind of hesitant, this episode, it has a ton of gems for you. So you can get some more information over at Venga's uh, website, VengaCBD.com, and check out all their products. They have a ton of good educational information all for free, so definitely do that. But first, please rate and review. That would mean a ton to us. Or send this episode over to a friend they would definitely appreciate it. All right, so we recorded this on March 16th around 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, There's not a ton of topical information on the podcast, but uh, it's worth um, mentioning at times like this because things are changing literally every single minute. But right now, here is Jay O'Hare. All right, we have Jay O'Hare with us today. Jay, thanks for joining me.
1: Oh, Rich, it's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here
0: chatting with you. So yeah, we're definitely gonna dive into the topic of C B D. You are from Venga C B D and um and really kind of touch in and, and dive into nuts and bolts of that. But with all the goings on in the world right now, it's we, we should address this. So how are things going in your neck of the woods? Like we talked a little bit off the air, but where, where are you at? Like what's going on in your town?
1: Yeah, thanks for asking that. You know, this is this is a very, very interesting time. We're actually in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Um, it's a town of about twelve thirteen thousand 13,000 people, um, about three and a half hours from Steamboat. And, you know, our our big thing here is tourism, uh, skiing for sure. And uh, last weekend, they just closed down. All the ski areas in Colorado have closed. Oh, they and, did? They? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The st- well, yeah, across the state, but not only that, but the two major ski companies, Altera and uh, Vail, um, closed down all of their uh, ski operations. So it's like 49 different ski resorts across the United States and perhaps the world. So, um, so yeah, so that's been a big hit. You know, it's, um, it's, it's a very interesting time. I mean, we've got two confirmed cases here in Steamboat, which is, you know, relatively low comparatively. But, um, you know, it's just a matter of time, I think. So, um, you know, this is a time where um, but, you know, we we had a um, uh, we, we, we did a post on Instagram last weekend that got a lot of traction because, you know, there are things that certainly have been canceled. A lot of people's events have been canceled at races and things like that that they're training for. But, you know, we take the. The perspective that there are many, many other things in life that haven't been canceled. So, mm. you know, uh, talking to people hasn't been canceled. Podcasts haven't been canceled. Um, connections haven't been canceled, and you know, life hasn't been canceled. So that was our our message: is that you know we're going to do everything we can, but life hasn't been canceled. And you know, we're super lucky to be endurance athletes to where the thing that we love to do, we can still go outside and do. And and like we said earlier, you know, social distancing is um as is kind of built into the nature of of a sport that we love. So, <laughs> we do. Uh, so I yeah. think we're, we're used to that.
0: And it will be interesting to see how things change after this this time, however long that might be, and what's going to happen as far as the culture and art and just the way that we communicate with people. Like things, This might be a complete shift, and a lot of good can definitely come out of this. But uh, we're just going to have to bunker down. Like you said, there's a lot that we can still do. And uh, yeah, in my town, I live in Philadelphia, and um, you mentioned everyone goes skiing, that's the main thing, in yours, in my town, everybody goes drinking, so they, didn't <laughs> shut, they, they, right, they haven't right. shut down the bars yet, or yeah. uh, today they actually came through and was like, okay, only essential businesses are open, and over the weekend, it was just tons of kids, because, you know, it's around St. Patrick's Day, yeah. so people are going yeah. berserk, so uh, I was a little let down, just with, um my brethren here in the city city of brotherly love, <laughs> but uh, sure, sure, so we'll see what well, happens go going forward, yeah.
1: yeah, no, and I think I think you know for for I would say a lot of your audience, you know that that all these miles and years and things that we put into keeping ourselves healthy and keeping ourselves fit is um uh, really going to bode well for 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 us during this time for sure 100%. And mentally 100%. mentally and physically, you know I mean I mean the fact that we have a outlet. That, you know, I mean, listen, it's certainly stressful. Like you go into the grocery store and things are just, you know, uh, uh ravaged and you kind of go like, Whoa, mm-hmm. what's going on here? I've never seen this before. So it certainly gets stressful. And the fact that we have an outlet through running to be able to go do something and really be able to get that, get on top of that stress and manage it is, is absolutely terrific. And I think that the, the topic of today's conversation is going to add to that as well.
0: For sure. And if anything, with these gyms getting closed, more people are probably going to start running and then more people yeah. are going to want to use CBD to enhance their endurance training. <laughs> so this is great. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be yeah. great. Yeah. So the idea with the, uh, with the podcast is really to kind of let people educate people, let them know what CBD will do for them. But before we really dive into that, I have a couple questions for you. They're random questions. Yeah. Will you answer them? Uh, sure. All right. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. So the first one is broad and we've talked about the mountains, but in your opinion, what is the best part about the mountains?
1: Oh my gosh, trail running. Trail running without a doubt. It's so vast and so endless and so varied and not only that, like you'll um what do they say, kayaking, you never you never go on the same river twice, like it's a similar thing. You never go on the same trail twice. You know, it's different in the spring, it's different in the summer. Um, and then the solitude, you know, it's like, mm. yeah, you can stay on the, on the super, uh, crowded path of the mountain and things like that and see a lot of people, but man, you can get on some trails out here and just go and go and go and never see a single person. So there's some, there's some really, uh, great aspects about that for sure.
0: And did you grow up in the mountains or do you move, move to them like for these reasons?
1: Yeah, no, I moved, I moved to Colorado in 2000. Um, just, I had an opportunity it was the internet boom and I had an opportunity there was a company out here that was actually their headquarters were in New York and they had an office in Vail Colorado of all places mm. and uh at that point you could pretty much if you were if you were very experienced uh on the e-commerce side and internet um you could you could write your ticket and so move to Colorado in 2000 so been here 20 years nice yeah very cool yep um so have you ever
0: been told you look like someone famous?
1: <laughs> um, uh, yes, I've been told I look like, um, oh my God, the guy from, uh, why am I blanking? Meet the Fockers, um, Ben Stiller. Oh, Ben Stiller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can yeah, see that. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Okay. You I like don't that know, one? Is that, is that good for you? No, it's fine. Yeah, no, Ben's cool. No, it's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, good. I like it. So, um, so yeah, so
1: everybody in your audience can like just imagine that you're talking to Ben Stiller.
0: Just talking to Ben at this point. Yeah, paint's a good picture. Um, great. So what is your favorite race distance? And more specifically, if you have a favorite race.
1: Um, my favorite race distance is in the 20-mile range. Um, hmm. So, uh, so for example, uh, the Red Hot 33K is a, just a phenomenal race. So that's out in Moab and um the reason why i like it well i'm I'm, i love moab i think moab's great the other reason why i like it too is um it keeps me honest in november december and january because it's a february race so, uh, if you're going to show up and, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't, you can't, uh, have an off season too much because if you're going to show up in, in mid February, you kind of got to be on your game. Yeah. So, uh, so I think, I think that's, that, that's pretty good in terms of ultras, you know, really it's just the 50K range. My, mm. my whole philosophy on this, Rich, is like, I want to do this forever. And so, yes, looking at things like, uh, 50 mile, hundred mile, hundred Ks are super interesting, but I also see like, I have so many friends who like will run one of those and then like, they're not able to run for like six months. And <laughs> I, I would much, I would much rather keep it at a more manageable distance and be able to do it forever than like, okay, great. I did, you know, the Leadville 100 or whatever. And you know, now I'm not running for the next year and a half or I've got some, some chronic stuff there. So I know that's a complete story, but that's just at least the way I look at it.
0: That's a good story, and that's what I would imagine. I imagine there's a lot – obviously, there's got to be physical burnout, but there has to be mental burnout for a race that's that long, and just like the prep and going over and over. I've only gone up to 50K, yeah. and,
1: that, and to that's me, that, the training for that was like –
0: Enough. Yeah. Like you yeah. Said, that
1: was yeah. Funny. I mean, you know, to get, you know, people say, oh, you know, you need to be training between six and eight hours a week on that. And, you know, in the big scheme of things, that doesn't sound necessarily like a whole lot. Uh, But when you add in, you know, uh, all the prep time and the shower mm-hmm. after and the traveling and the recovery and the food and everything else, it's, it's a, it's There's a, it, it is a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure.
0: Totally. Um, have you done that like longer or have you, is that, is 50 K the longest you've done? Have you 50 K
1: is the long? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gone to that. And that's, those are, that's, those are way cool. Um, you know, they're in the, you know, depending whatever it could be, you know, seven ish hour range kind of deal. Like that's, that's fine for me. I mean, look, you can go do a 50 K in a day, you know, you start in the morning, you're done in the afternoon, you know, you don't need to bring a crew of like five people and pacers and overnight and three days and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and, and you can beat the hell out of yourself as much as you like. So that's a good, that's a good distance for me.
0: Totally. Um, okay. So what is the worst job you've ever had?
1: Oh gosh, the worst job I've ever had. Um, I, uh, I would say the worst job I've ever had was, uh, um, uh, dealing craps on a, um, on a, on a boat on the Mississippi river. No way! <laughs> yeah, dealing. Yeah, yeah. So, I got I got out of I got out of college and um and I got a degree in physics and uh the um the casino business was booming in just south of Memphis, Tennessee and and I, and I went to I went to actually I went to dealer school. I learned how to play craps and and my first job, the only job I could get, was at this um this this sort of rundown. It was actually it was a, it was a it was a riverboat. They had a casino on it, and um, and that's where I cut my teeth on learning how to deal craps. Wow, <laughs> and is that just
0: dealing with drunk people? Like, is that what? Yeah, it, and it was just it was just a janky
1: were... kind. Of, yeah, yeah, it was just a janky kind of place, and um, uh, it, just, <laughs> it, patrons wasn't, it wasn't warrants. fun to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Right. <laughs> well, you live and you learn. You get probably learned how to manage crowds seeing yes, seeing yes. How, money will be able to add
1: very very quickly for sure for sure oh yeah. my god <laughs> that's a good one that's a yeah. good bad one
0: um, <laughs> right and so what is something that's going on in like the endurance performance industry that has you excited something you see in, in coming down the pipeline or something that's going on right now
1: um i, I there seems to be this awareness uh, I mean, having, especially with the, around the trail community, this just seems to be this awareness of how positive this is for people. Uh, more people are jumping in. You're seeing more people from, uh, that are, that are typically, uh, road racers or road runners getting into trail running. So I think that's really cool. Um, I was just reading last weekend about how Spartan is jumping in uh-huh. with their trail race and putting up like some, some big money. Um, yeah. And there could be pros and cons on that, but I would just say that that's a commentary that there must be something there if a company like that is is jumping in to say there's a market here. So, um, uh, so I would say I think those things are are pretty positive um, in the in the endurance world uh, for sure.
0: Yeah, and you you nailed it with Spartan getting in and seeing like some sort of opportunity here. At first, I thought it was strange that they were doing that because. It was taking a lot of people who may have been in the gym or maybe on the couch and got them out to race these Spartan races. And they thought it was, they actually like the Spartan race, but I think most people just like it cause they're running through the woods. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like kind right. of, and then they look at it like, well, there's trail races all over my area. I don't need to do a Spartan race, but yeah, they're putting some money behind it. They're getting, they're trying to get some of the bigger names involved as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah. definitely some pros and some, I know it has rubbed a couple of the, the, the OCR athletes the wrong way, like pushing funds that way and, and maybe away from the OCR side, but it's a business. So they're just doing what they, what they can to help grow. Sure. Cause it is a positive sure. thing. Yeah.
1: And, and I'll just say a word about OCR. I think the OCR thing is absolutely incredible. I mean, it's, it's um, we've gotten really involved with OCR because for one reason or another, OCR athletes just tend to love the brand and and, and, and our products and it's working for them. So we've really gotten deep into that. And I think seeing the the community and what's going on in that world is that's, that's really pretty amazing. And if you haven't been to a OCR race or considered, you know, it doesn't have to be Spartan. There's other ones out there, but, but considered that it's really, it's really, uh, I I think, I think a pretty terrific community. So that's another one that's that's super, uh, super exciting to see that coming about. And I think they're trying to get some maybe 2024 Olympic uh, status. So um, that'll be interesting to see how that happens.
0: It will. Yeah. And the community is really strong. And if you ever met someone who does Spartan races or, or Tough Mudders <laughs> and you don't do them, like you, they're probably trying to convince you to do those, that. yeah, So that's right. That's OCR right. people are a little annoying that way, but it's so fun. You should probably do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that. Cool, Jay. So that was great. So from here, why don't you just tell everybody a little bit more about yourself and who you are and what you guys are doing to help
1: athletes over at uh, Venga CBD? Yeah. So um, I... I live, like I said, I live in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. I've been an endurance athlete pretty much all my life. Everything from triathlons, big into triathlons for a long time, cycling, road cycling, mountain biking, um, that, and then trail running has really been my jam for about the past eight nine years. Really got heavily into trail running in 2011, um, and you know, like many people, there was a a big event in my life that I was going through that was super challenging and. I had a friend of mine that said, Hey, I've got this running group. You should come check it out. <laughs> I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Let's see. And I did and got hooked and it was super hard. Um, but you know, you, you go through adversity and things like that. And, um, you're able to in you know, oftentimes pick up something and learn something new. And, tra- and that was trail running for me. And I began to kick myself. I'm like, gosh, I've lived in Colorado for this long and I haven't run on trails like this. Wow. So it's progressed that way. And, at the same time, you know, like I said, that's, that was eight years ago, um, and so now I'm eight years older, <laughs> and we're all getting older. And trying to maintain a resilient body, trying to, you know, it's whether we go down those trails or those certain things that we run and, you know, whatever our PR is, and we know, you know, you know, like 15 minutes in, whether you're on or off, like like how that looks. And and so really trying to, to keep up with that is just a challenge as you get older. And it's also a challenge because I think that endurance athletes, at least in my experience, put their bodies through things that um, really the body wasn't built to do. And Mm -hmm. so we're constantly pushing our limits. And uh, a couple of years ago, I had an opportunity to uh, go to work for a small CBD manufacturing company, and I had no idea what CBD really even was. Like I was like I knew what it was, but I had no like why would I need to take it? Right. And um, so I had an opportunity to go help them. They they were on the cusp of some funding, and um, they needed some help with streamlining operations and some things like that. That I'm um, that I've that I've been involved with. So um, so I went to work for them, and uh, I just started taking CBD. Just like okay, I guess if I'm going to be working for the company, I ought to drink the Kool Aid, right? Like why, right. why would I take this? And I was super healthy, and all that was fine. But what I noticed, Rich, was that I started taking it a couple of weeks before Christmas. And uh as Christmas rolled around, and as we know that Christmas can be crazy in certain families and it's a crazy time, what I noticed was, wow, I am really calm. Like this, like there, like nothing. Like things, things are coming up and it's not a problem. Like, okay, this is this is a very, very different Christmas season for me. And then I noticed after Christmas, when the bills start rolling in, and you know the, the 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 credit card bill is pretty thick, you know, you look at that. I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and I noticed, <laughs> yeah, I noticed that I just had this very uh, balanced approach. It wasn't like an antidepressant, but it was just very balanced, like like things were like okay. So that to me was was a big signal. And um, and then and then as I was going through that. I just noticed that people were very confused about how about CBD and why they should take it, and I just saw this opportunity to take a lot of my background in you know I've got a background in physics, I've got a background in technology and marketing and running companies, and I just said you know I think that there's an opportunity here to really help endurance athletes stay in the game, Mm -hmm. and that we're putting our our bodies through things that really are you know in many cases our bodies weren't designed to do, and what happens is in many cases i know my case is that our sport becomes a core part of our being it becomes the way that we manage stress it becomes a part of our identity you know it's like i am a runner and when that's taken away or threatened to be taken away because of injury or because of some sort of problem it's a it's a really big hit it's a really big hit and so what we see is we see people doing all kinds of things to speed up their healing to, you know, all kinds of uh, different ways to sort of hack their body to get back to the running. They just want to get mm-hmm. back at it. And so I felt when I saw when I saw what was happening with CBD, with people and the benefits they were getting, I was like, you know, what if we had a company that was a 100 percent focused on endurance athletes and the challenges that they have and that the products are made specifically for endurance athletes to help them get get back in the the game when their bodies won't let them. And so we came up with the name Venga, which is uh, a Spanish term. It means like, come on, let's go, come on, go, go, go. Mm. (laughs) Um, And so like, if you're over in Spain, I mean, you'll hear the Spaniards, you know, cheering on and saying, Venga, Venga, Venga. So that's the, that's the uh, story behind the name. And uh, we launched with only two products uh, that cover hundred percent of your needs. We've added a third, um, but our our focus is endurance athletes and helping endurance athletes stay in the game
0: and that makes sense when you talk about the the stress element and people might not think that the stress you would feel during the holidays would be related to the to endurance but stress is stress no matter how yeah. you cut it and as yeah. endurance athletes we put ourselves through a lot like you said 6 8 10 12 hours of running stress alone, uh, is a lot. So however you can cut that down anywhere, it's going to be beneficial from a recovery and performance standpoint. Um, and so when it comes to CBD, just from like the broad view, if you just had to explain it to somebody who like first time someone's looking at it, I'm sure everyone's heard of it. You know, you, you go into any store you see cold brew coffee with CBD you see chocolates <laughs> with CBD it's literally everything is CBD so people see it yep and I think that they have heard oh it helps you relax um, but how would you kind of describe it to somebody who might n- ha- never have really come across it
1: yeah so uh, I I will try to keep this as as um, yeah well just as straightforward as, as, as we can but I, I think I think I think there's a good a good explanation for it. So we have a system in our body called the endocannabinoid system, and I know that's a complicated word, but it's endocannabinoid system. And the the the, the purpose of that system—it's a neurotransmitter system. In other words, it allows different parts of your body to talk to the brain. So if you could imagine, for example, uh, traffic lights—you uh, know—in a city, traffic lights control the flow of. How traffic goes who stops who goes and traffic lights have sensors and the sensors monitor how the traffic is running well similarly the endocannabinoid system is monitoring the flow within the body and it has sensors that allow it to do that and so the 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 goal behind the endocannabinoid system is to keep the body in balance and when the endocannabinoid system senses that something in the body is out of balance, it can change the traffic lights, okay? Mm. Just like the way uh, a sensor in a traffic system might be able to sense that the um, that the cars are backed up and it's going to adjust the traffic lights. Similarly, that's what the endocannabinoid system does. Super um, high level, simplified, but essentially it's monitoring what's going on in the body. So what happens is, when we have an injury or we're overtraining or something like that, what happens is our immune system goes into overdrive. Okay. Mm. So our immune system's kind of like a binge eater. Like it just doesn't know when to stop. <laughs> and so, yes, inflammation and in the immune system, uh, inflammation is caused by the immune system. Um, that is necessary to isolate the tissue and help the tissue heal, better, but it goes right. overboard. Yeah. It goes overboard. It's a binge eater. It just keeps going and going and going. Just throws the endo- it at the, can-
0: throws the, at the problem, just goes out yeah, right. it.
1: <laughs> so the endocannabinoid system's trying to, uh, put things back in balance, but it typically isn't strong enough. So if we can boost the endocannabinoid system, if we can boost the neurotransmitters that are sort of the signaling mechanisms, if you will, then we can get on top of the inflammation, tamp down that inflammation, and, and as a result, pain's gonna get less, injuries are gonna heal faster, and it's gonna be better overall for the body. I mean, inflammation is the, like the number one thing that causes pain in the body. Anything with an itis in it, you know, plantar fasciitis, bursitis, um, tendonitis, like that's all inflammation. So if we can do something to help our body in combating inflammation, we're going to be better off. And so as you might recall earlier, I said that it's the endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. The key component there is cannabinoid. So CBD uh, is short for cannabidiol and CBD is a phytocannabinoid, meaning that it comes from plants. And so we have an endocannabinoid system that meaning that's internally in our body. And this is a naturally occurring substance that our brain actually makes cannabinoids that's very, very similar to the phytocannabinoids found in CBD. It just doesn't make enough of them. And so if we can Hmm. boost that, then we have an opportunity to in a very natural way deal with pain and inflammation in the body. We don't have an ibuprofen system you know we we don't have uh you know a um uh whatever kind of drug system that you can think of in terms of pain management we don't have those systems but we do have an endocannabinoid system that plays directly along with the phytocannabinoids that are found in cbd
0: so and, and would you say that that would be essentially a byproduct of present day life that you know, we 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 are so stressed, and we go and we go that the ECS is just kind of strained from that. And then if you add something like endurance or any type of rigorous exercise, that that is just where, like you mentioned, it's just ECS ends up not being strong enough.
1: Yeah, so um, uh, so I would say that uh, that's part of it that our that our endocannabinoid system is uh, it is up to a certain level, and then you're right. Then you start adding training onto it, miles life, Mm. all of that. And it becomes, it just, it can't keep up. So, I mean, it will to a certain extent, but then if we can, if we can augment that by adding CBD in our system, uh, now it's really got those many more of those neurotransmitters to help the signaling and help tamp down inflammation and bring things back into balance.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So it's like a, a, just a natural supplement for, I'm trying to think of some sort of analogy that would work. I mean, it'd be like keeping your ECS hydrated more yeah. or less, like yeah. keeping it up to, sure. up to uh, sure. able to function properly because it's not, it's, we mentioned inflammation and that's something we'll definitely dive into because that is like the thing that we're, we would like to limit the most, especially when it comes to pain and recovery. But it, it, the ECS also has things to do with, I'm uh, like sleep and digestion and mood and everything like that, and and do they all they all work from the same system or are there independent systems for each function?
1: Well, so so diet yeah so so diet so it's a gr- it's a great question. So digestion is a little bit different. Um, the um uh that does work with the endocannabinoid system. In fact, last year there was a study that came out. Um, in part by Vanderbilt University with uh, Crohn's disease patients and um, their positive response to CBD. So that's, mm. so that's really interesting in terms of how it works in the brain. It's a little bit different on that end in terms of how it works in the brain. What I would say is that it is, it works in a similar way to the way that um, antidepressants work, but just not as strong as, as like an antidepressant would. So in terms of it uh, helping out with things like anxiety um, you know, mood, that sort of thing. It's a little, it works in a little bit different way. It works more along the lines of like what an, anti, of, of how an antidepressant would work. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Then.
0: And when it's introduced into the system, and this will be the last one we really kind of dive in. Sure. Like when it's introduced <laughs> into the system, now I'm just curious. Um, does the, does the CBD work and go to wherever it is needed? Or is there a way to, Like if it was to benefit digestion or or mood or versus inflammation, will it just be spread across all of it or will it self-regulate to where it needs the most? Am I asking
1: this? Well, yeah, 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 certainly. So, uh, so the, the, the research is, is showing that the endocannabinoids, when you have the, 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 when you have a higher amount of cbd in your body the endocannabinoid system now has more neurotransmitters to deploy into the areas that need it Mm. Um, so so it's going to be more efficient like i said earlier if you think about a traffic analogy you know it's only going to be as good as the amount of sensors that are deployed out there that can actually make a change in the traffic so if you've got more cbd in your body then you've got – you have you have more of the neurotransmitter to be able to uh, modulate the the inflammation and the pain and put that back into balance.
0: Got it. So that's more along the lines of a question of dosage, which I dosage do want to talk that's on and sure.
1: Exactly, and that's why taking CBD on a consistent basis – like you want to take CBD, we'll get into this more, but taking it yeah. consistently is important. It's not like something you take like, you know, like like, like like an Advil where you're going to take it, you know, once, maybe twice in a day and then like that's it. Like this you want to you want to take on a consistent basis.
0: Cool. And yeah, I want to dive into that a little bit more because I want to give it like how the end user should – what they should expect and how sure. they can get the most of it. But I yep. do want to kind of stick here for a second because we're talking about pain relief. We've talked about – you know, ibuprofen, wh- what they call NSAIDs would be something mm-hmm. you would take. Uh, and in my experience, my least favorite day is my easy run day because I'm going easy because the day before or the day previous <laughs> to that, I went hard. And so I always feel awful on my easy day. So I hate it. Um, but if like you have ever taken ibuprofen or something, like you do feel better. Right. And yeah. um, yep so. How is, could you just explain the difference between the two of them and and why, and how distance runners in particular can kind of go down this negative route um, using NSAIDs and how it would be different with using a CBD product?
1: So the main difference is going to be that, um, and I'll just, I'll, I'll try to explain it in, in, in pretty simple terms. The main difference is going to be that NSAIDs are going to go into your body and treat inflammation in a certain way, chemically. And yet there's going to be side effects with that. Hmm. So yeah, every once in a while, sure. Like, you know, we all take it. I mean, you have, you know, something is super bad. Like you you might need that. Absolutely. The, the issue comes with like taking this consistently. I mean, there are people out there. I've got friends of mine who've been on, who've been on uh, ibuprofen. They're taking 1800, or excuse me, 800 milligrams, like twice a day. <laughs> and, and they're constantly putting this in their body day after day after day after day, right? Cause they're ma- trying to manage the pain that they have. And it's a real thing for them. The difference is that CBD is, is not toxic. You can't overdose on it. You can't, like I said, you can't, you can't take too much of it. If you get more in your body than your system needs, you're just going to excrete it. Like it's fine. It does no ill side effects. I mean there are studies, um, you know, Epidilex is uh the first FDA approved drug um uh, using C B D that's um for uh epilepsy. And mm-hmm. you know, in, in those studies people were taking they had um test subjects taking you know, eight hundred milligrams a day, which is like an entire bottle of, of our product in one day with like no no side effects. So it's, it's so it's very safe uh in that in that way. Um and so that's where, yeah, if you're going to, you, you you know, you, you need something to get you through. Sure. But it's be interesting to try taking CBD on a consistent basis. Then you have your hard day. And then right after your hard day that night, you know, take two or three of these ultra gels or or, or, or a decent dose of CBD, 50, 75 milligrams of CBD. And see how you feel the next day. And my bet is that you're going to feel pretty good. And you're going to be like, holy cow, Like this, this is a game changer for me. And the only reason why I say that is it's not me just saying it because I have the company, but we have <laughs> testimonials from athlete after athlete after athlete after athlete emailing us with that exact scenario. And it's, and it's been a game changer for them.
0: And it's like you said before, there is no ibuprofen system. Right, Right. there is an endocannabinoid
1: system. What CBD directly
0: uses, so ibuprofen, like your body has to deal with it somehow, which is going to stress something outside of the norm. So, really, that is just, if nothing else, that's that's the 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 greatest benefit for sure. Yeah, and mentioned doing a hard workout, taking it, waking up, seeing how you feel. So, a lot of times, uh, CBD is kind of pushed toward a sleep aid. Yes, and 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 that makes sense that you would wake up feeling better because where we recover is sleep, mm-hmm. and if if that can work in tandem can help with in, uh, inflammation and can improve your sleep, like that's a that is a game changer. And so, how does CBD affect your sleep and, and your your sleep quality?
1: So, a couple of ways. One of the primary ways is that it reduces um it reduces anxiety. So, you know, earlier when I told the story about starting to take it before Christmas and noticing this, this major change, I mean, the, I mean, the big change was that like, boy, I was a lot less anxious than 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 I would have been. And many people that suffer from sleep issues, you know, it's because their their brains are just racing and they wake up in the middle of the night and their brains are just going and going and going. And so CBD has an effect, like I said earlier, a little bit. In the way in which an antidepressant would work, and it calms calms the mind like that is just it's just a it's just a, a, a you know a function of it. So if you're mm. if you're able to get on top of that, then your sleep is going to improve. Um, and mm. you know every everybody is different. Um, you know, for me personally, I, I really haven't had a uh, a profound effect on sleep. Um, I mean, I sleep pretty well, but I haven't like seen it uh, really change a lot in me. But then, you know, we've got one of our pro athletes, and her husband, you know, said to me, um, he said, Gosh, he said, she has been dealing, he said, he said, said, my wife's been dealing with with sleep issues for months and months and months. And she took this, and three days later, she slept the entire night like a rock. And that hasn't happened Hmm. in months. So, and, and we have other athletes. So everybody is different. And I think that's an important um, factor, you know, it's like, um, certain drugs work, uh, work well with, for some people and other drugs don't have an effect at all, you know, um, uh, just like anything else. So everybody's different. And, uh, but that has been one where many people are, are, are receiving a lot of benefit. And if we can certainly improve our sleep, that's going to help pretty much every, everything, everything else in our lives. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: And it makes sense that it goes along the lines with if it can reduce your anxiety, I don't know what the numbers are for people who are having sleep issues, but I would imagine a lot of it is from anxiety. Sure, um, um, responses. So I know, it, and in my case, when I don't sleep well, it, it is on that on that s- spectrum as well. Usually, I get stressed out um, because I try really hard to sleep well, and it's <laughs> <laughs> and I get stressed about sleeping well, and I don't sleep well. So, right. So, it's maybe a, next it's a vicious time a circle, right? It's, and it's always like on race week, I'm coming up, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna crush sleep this week, watch, and then I'm just like laying in bed at two o'clock, like hating myself. So yeah. CBd would be would be good for that, so yeah, very yeah, cool.
1: absolutely. And I think you know I think that's the other thing too, especially with endurance sports. I mean, you know, depending on what your distance is, maybe not so much in a ten k, but in other types of events, things can go wrong, you know that's part of the thing things things will go wrong. weather, gear, People, course markings, like you name it, like things can go wrong. And the more calm we can be, the more collected we can be, the more we're going to make better decisions and we're going to preserve that energy in our body to get us through. It's so when we start getting anxious and freaking out and all that, that um, uh, that 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 we it end up making bad decisions. Yeah, yeah, it hurts our performance. We end up making bad decisions. We we burn more energy than we wanted to. We you know we get to aid stations, we make bad decisions at aid stations, those kinds of things. So uh at some point, you know, we we know we got the the physical engine, the endurance engine dialed, like that's all there. The legs are good, the lungs are good, all that kind of stuff. And it's like our brain, like can we can we it's can we get mentors. out of our own way? Yeah. Yeah
0: um okay great and so when i've looked into cbd because anything that is going to offer some sort of benefit i want to know about i want to try it for myself and usually i just kind of looked at like what's local whoever was selling it at the time and sure trying to figure out what to buy is is very confusing and i'm someone who will do my homework and even on that end i am i it, it, it's just hard to figure out what is what and the prices vary a lot from product to product. And then there's like different language that is involved with this as well. Then the, the three things I found, there's full spectrum, like broad spectrum and CBD uh, isolate. Is yep, that right? Yep. So what's the difference? And like what, and like just straight up like as like a consumer, like chart, like what would be the most expensive? What would be the best? What would be the best product? What's your best bang for your buck? Like, what does that even look like? I don't because it's weird language, and I don't quite understand.
1: Okay, so uh, let me break it down and say say in, in sort of two different camps. So one would be what we call a whole plant, and the other would be isolate. Isolate kind of uh, implies what it what what it means that it's isolated. We've isolated the CBD all by itself. Okay. That's CBD isolate. Mm -hmm. And um, that means that it's just CBD, nothing else. Um, And for some people that could be okay. The issue with it is, is that what, what research has shown, and and this is, this is typical for many compounds is that a whole plant, uh, a whole plant solution is typically better than the isolated or synthetic version. So with an isolate, you're just getting CBD and you're not getting any of the other parts of the plant that helps CBD work in the body. Hmm. So you have whole plant. And of that, there's those two that you that you talked about, broad spectrum and full spectrum. So full spectrum is everything. So we're going to we're going to include the THC. We're going to include everything uh in that and that's broad spectrum and then uh, excuse me that's full spectrum so full full, like everything full right and then broad spectrum is is and that's really emerging and that's like what our products are that's really emerging to be a great sweet spot because um broad spectrum means that we've taken the thc out but left everything else in and the reason why that can be important is because there's a lot of people that get tested for thc Right. Um. Whether your job or athletics, whatever that is. And then there's just some people that just don't want THC in their body, but that's fine. So um, so we use like, for example, we use a liquid chromatography process to take out all the THC, but leave everything else in. So you're getting all the other uh, cannabinoids and terpenes and, and and components that help CBD work in the body. You're just not getting the THC. Hmm. Um, so, so that is, um, that's, that's been a, uh, a, a really great development that helps people get the benefit of CBD, having CBD work much more efficiently and effectively in the body than isolate, but without the THC.
0: So when it comes to broad spectrum versus full spectrum, yeah, I, I understand you wouldn't want to take full spectrum if you are an, an athlete, if you have a job where you're going to get tested. Yeah. Why would you take full spectrum over broad spectrum?
1: Well, for for one, um, full spectrum is typically cheaper. It's cheaper to manufacture. That doesn't it necessarily is ne- cheaper. That doesn't necessarily mean it's cheaper to buy, but it is cheaper to manufacture. Because there's um, less processing? Like there's, there's an extra that, Yeah. Spec- yeah, I mean, it, I mean to do to do a liquid chromatography step to pull out a THC, just it just it just makes it a more expensive product. So, um, you know, there there have been studies that have shown that CBD could be more effective in the body with some THC, but the problem is, is that the amount of THC that's available in a, broad, a full spectrum product really isn't enough to help out. So, you really need to get into the marijuana side of things for it to for, for for that to have an effect. And a lot of people just don't want to get into, you know, um, uh, a psychoactive, uh, um, uh, dosage of, of THC. So they just want to be able to go, I want to take CBD. I want to know that I've got this anti-inflammatory stuff in my body and I don't want to deal with THC. And, uh, and, and so, and so just to, cause there may be people out there that don't realize that THC is a psychoactive component of marijuana. It's what gets um, you high. Yeah. 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 That's the part that gets you high. And so I think it's, I think it's also uh, worth saying that, um, all of our CBD comes from the hemp plant, not from the marijuana plant. They're both uh, part of the cannabis uh, plant, but 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 hemp is different. And so um, uh, hemp is very low in THC and high in CBD. Marijuana is high in THC, the part that gets you high, and low in CBD. Um, so it's worth making that distinction.
0: And is the marijuana the flower part, the bud part? Or, or what? I don't even – like I've seen – Hemp marijuana plants, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So like
0: I, but I guess flour, I just,
1: yeah, yeah. Just just depending on how, the... on how that's made. I mean with, with C B D we're taking it from the flower and the leaves of the of the uh of the hemp plant. Hmm. So um and then uh we use and I don't well we, we use what's called medical grade hemp, which is basically much, much richer. There's different types of hemp. So there's like industrial hemp and that's, that is much cheaper. It's used to make things like rope, textiles, uh, those types of things. Mm -hmm. And then there's phytocannabinoid rich hemp. So we talked about cannabinoids earlier. So we want to have all these cannabinoids help CBD work in our body. So we have phytocannabinoid rich hemp, which is sort of what we call medical grade hemp, which is a, which gives us more cannabinoids than what industrial hemp would. So, um, so the, the, the cheapest form is going to be industrial hemp where they just use the whole plant and THC and all and manufacture CBD that way. And that's not hmm. necessarily the most effective thing to put in your body.
0: How can the consumer find that out? Like, is there something on a, a, a bottle or a, a product that would say medical grade versus industrial grade, or is that just something you don't have to disclose as a producer?
1: Most companies that are producing phytocannabinoid rich CBD, so PCR, PCR, CBD, like you would want to see, like, like, are they, are they talking about that? That would be one way PCR. to take a look at, PCR, yep. Phytocannabinoid rich hemp. Um, that would be one. Um, the second would be to take a look at their lab reports. Um, so like, like if a company's doing PCR hemp, it's more expensive. So like, we're going to be, you know, we want people to know. <laughs> no, <laughs> it works. Yeah. You'll better, have, you'll know? have something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So like, you know, just like, uh, you know, you're gonna go buy tequila. You want to buy hundred percent agave tequila. You know, you don't want to go get the whatever that's going to make you sick. So, um, uh, you want to make sure that you're getting, you're getting like the, like the higher quality. And, um, so taking a look at their lab reports, their lab reports would then have information as to what type of hemp it is, uh, what are the different components and other cannabinoids that are in there in the lab reports as well. Okay. And any company that's like, you know, if companies aren't sharing lab reports or making them widely available, it's like, you know, why not? Like, Maybe for a while there it was difficult to get these, but they're all readily available, and you can get them. You know, like from our, like you can download them. They're PDFs, um, and they have nice graphs, and it shows you what's what is in the, the the substance that you're putting in your body.
0: And that would be extremely helpful if you are going to do your homework on this, which I which I you should because it is an. Oh, there's a lot of information and it's kind of an expensive product. So if you wanted to do it, you should do it right and, and make sure yeah. you're getting the right product. Is there any reason for anybody to use a CBD isolate?
1: Um, there could be. Um, so, uh, for example, um, there are some cases where people are tested. Uh, and that was an easy way to take CBD. If you were, if you were tested like for law enforcement or you're oh, you know, okay. a commercial driver or whatever, like that could be the other, the other piece that I think is, is good to know is that for professional athletes, WADA, USADA, these these organizations that are doing the testing, they allow CBD, but they don't allow the other cannabinoids that could be found with a full spectrum or a broad spectrum product. Okay. So there's like CBN, CBG, CBD. Like there's different. There's different there's different CBs out there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so, so Wada said CBD is fine, but none of the other ones are. Now, to our knowledge, they're not testing for those other cannabinoids, but you know, given the rise of CBD, they they may at some point in the future. Um, they have said that really that's that they're only banning it in competition. Um, but these things can stay in your body for a while, so it doesn't mean mm. that you know. So, 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 so need to be need to be careful on that. So I think that anyone that's, that, that is taking, you know, really sort of any substance and you're a professional athlete, you're getting tested. Like it's up to you to know what the, you know, what you're putting in your body. So that's why like we have, um, we have two ingestibles. One is a broad spectrum and one is an isolate. Mm. So you can, you can Uh, choose, you know, which one, which one you want to take. Um, you know, someone could say, Hey, I'm going to take uh, broad spectrum up to, you know, two months before my race. And then then I'm going to start taking this this isolate uh, from from then on out. Um, so there's there's different ways you can adjust your program uh, accordingly.
0: Got it. So it's just a way to really be safe. Right? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Really just, cool. And it's good that you offer both for that reason, I mean, especially if you're helping athletes. And yeah. when it comes to this, now that we have like our idea, okay, there's these three things to look for we talked about dosage a little bit before and that's another thing from the consumer side that is a little confusing like what yeah like how much to take what's it what what's appropriate like what's a rip off where should we go and and how <laughs> how long like will something like that last i guess
1: yeah great um, question rich let me let me start with one higher level than that because this is like really important and like really and this is Especially, I mean, anybody's taking CBD, but especially for athletes, like asking the question, how much of this actually gets in my bloodstream to make a difference? Mm -hmm. And that's an important question because CBD by itself has very poor bioavailability, meaning that only about 10%, 10 to 15% actually make it into your bloodstream to make a difference. It doesn't matter that you that just because you ingest it, it doesn't mean it's going in all of it's going into your bloodstream. CBD is an oil, and our bodies are sixty plus percent water. We all know that oil and water don't mix very well, and so the very nature of CBD is such that it's not very well absorbed by the body. Hmm. And that's not that's not um, uh, uh, unique to CBD. Any other substance, vitamin E, different things like that that are oil based have a tough time getting completely absorbed into the body so your question of dosage is important because like how much you you how much to take is going to be relative to how much is actually getting in your bloodstream right and so if uh so what we Hmm. see is that is that many most products out there that are typical cbd oil you're getting about 10 to 15 percent in your bloodstream and so that's, that's a tough one. We've cracked that nut by making a water-soluble CBD, such that you're getting about 85% plus into your bloodstream. By making it water-soluble, we've been able to use um, an emulsion technology that brings it down into about the 25 nanometer size, such that the CBD can actually be absorbed through the gut into the bloodstream. And so you're getting 85% bioavailability. Great. Um, probably the, probably the best way to to take it in terms of like the most bioavailability would be either like injecting it straight in your bloodstream or Mm. like vaping it. Right. And a lot Mm. of people aren't gonna, aren't gonna vape it. Um, so this is a super convenient way. Like you take one of our, one of our ultra gels, uh, they're just, you know, gel caps. You ingest that for 25 milligrams a piece and you can be, you know, you can be assured that you're getting, you know, 22 ish milligrams actually in your bloodstream to make a difference. Now we can start talking about dosage because now we know how much is getting in the bloodstream. We've got a good, precise measure. The other part that's difficult about your question is that many of the uh, products out there are sold to these like tincture bottles that have right. a dropper. Right. Well, how inaccurate is that? Like every single time you use it, it's going to be a different amount. And you're right. kind of eyeballing it to see that I get half, you know, like how much is this? And you have to do all these calculations like it's it's really difficult for people to understand. And that's why we went the ultra gel route, the soft gel route, so that you knew that like every one is 25 milligrams. Boom. High high bioavailability, a lot in your bloodstream, and it's super precise. Um, so in that, in that regard, I'll, I'll now answer your question, but I wanted to set it up with that because I think that's important for people it to understand. Right. Yeah. If you've got a, if you've got a bottle of CBD oil that's sitting at home and you're, and you're using that every day, just recognize that, you know, you may be only getting about 15% actually in your bloodstream. So what you might be may- taking
0: like a 60
1: milligram dropper. Yeah. You're only yeah. going to get six, six, eight grams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So <laughs> So, so it, may, it may sound inexpensive up front, but in terms of, 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 of what, what, can, um, what it actually costs, in terms of how it can benefit you, it actually gets pretty expensive. And this is the problem that we've seen in the past where we'd have people that would go buy CBD, they would take it and they'd say, it didn't, it didn't work for me. Well, guess what? It didn't work for you because you went and you bought a 100 milligram bottle. You're taking five milligrams a day and you're right. only getting half a milligram actually. You're, you're, you're not getting enough in there to have an effect to begin with. So, um, so to answer your question, we recommend like with ours, our dosing guides are like, start off with 25 milligrams a day to start off with that. Uh, see how that works for you. Take it consistently. Not everybody sees an overnight, uh, change. You know, it may take two weeks. It may take three weeks. Um, you know, that's why we have like a two month guarantee on our stuff because, you know, it can take people a while for them to start seeing some, uh, some positive effects from it. And so take it consistently um ours ours you can actually take on an empty stomach it's actually absorbed better in the body that way because it is water soluble it doesn't need food to bind to um like a like a fat soluble product uh mm. would so um so, so take consistently and 25 25 milligrams is a is, is a good amount i mean that's a good that's a good dosage to start with many um uh tinctures that would be like in the you know that one might be depending on what the concentration is but i mean it could be you know two to four dropper fulls a day, um, to get that 25 milligram level. But again, you know, you, you're you're probably not getting all of that in your system. So you just need to be aware of that. But starting off with 25 milligrams is a good, is a good, is a good place to start.
0: And when it comes to how to tell, because there really isn't an acute feeling associated, or is there like, if you are getting enough into your system, is there a way you can be like, Oh, okay. I took, I took CBD today. I can tell. Because I think people um, want yeah. that, I think, or or yeah. they're looking for that when they first sure. tried. They're like I took it, and didn't feel anything. It's like, sure. well, and they and, and they just want to push back. So, is there anything that that they would feel as an acute sense, or is it just like you do need to kind of consistently dose it?
1: Yeah, well, that's a great question, uh, and and the reason why I say that's great is I just got a uh, testimonial today from a man named Jerry, and he's a former athlete, and um, he has multiple sclerosis. Mm. And he has another uh, disease called uh, Charcot Marie Charcot Marie Tooth disease, and I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't sound but, good. But he said he started taking this, and now he's getting through the day pain free, and it also oh, wow. assisted in, in, in his anxiety. So what we do see is we see people. I've got another one right here where a woman has plantar fasciitis, and she said it took a few days, but now my plantar fasciitis is so much better. So uh, what we are seeing is that people are taking this and it is helping with their pain and inflammation, uh, uh, you know, at a a pretty, pretty rapid pace. The other way to take it or use it is on a topical. And what's great about a topical is, you know, if you've got joint issues, muscle issues, those kinds of things, you can put it on the surface of the skin. And again, because ours is water soluble, it's going to penetrate the skin much more quickly. But then what what happens is, is it puts those neurotransmitters directly in that spot that's that's painful uh, and can help tamp down that pain. And, you know, the the skin is the largest organ in our body. And so it's going to uh, it's going to interact with that and really, really bring relief to people. And it's interesting, Rich, we saw this last summer, we were at event, you know, we were at marathons and triathlons and bike races and talking with athletes and, and, um, you know, helping them get started with CBD and we would hand out samples of the topical and people would come in with shin splints, with uh, ankle issues, knee issues, back issues, neck issues. I mean, look, (laughs) endurance athletes are broken, right? Like we break down. And they would, they'd put the topical on and they'd walk away and like in less than five minutes, they would come back and they would say, I, you know, I, I, I cannot believe this. It's like, I've been dealing with shin splints for weeks and this just has transformed. Like I, like I have no more pain. So, um, you know, this has been something that we see over and over and over again, where it's helping people. And that's um, and that's our that's our main thing. I've got this. There's this one woman. Uh, her name is Crystal and she's here in Colorado. Uh, she's a um, she's a school teacher and she's in her 50s and she actually stopped running and she picked up cycling again. And we met her at a bike race and she bought some of our stuff and she started using it. And she emailed us about a month later and said, I cannot believe it. I'm back running again. Running is my love. I picked up cycling because I thought I couldn't be a runner. And she signed up and did her first ultra marathon last year. Um, So, yeah. So so there is a story after story of people that um, are are getting like immediate benefit from this. And so I think for a lot of people, it can really be uh, a substance that's worth checking out and giving it a shot, especially if you're dealing with pain and chronic issues and and things like that from inflammation and and joint issues from your endurance sport
0: so you might need some sort of pre-existing condition for lack of better terms to to notice something right away but if you're taking you notice it just right away general, sure sure yeah if you're taking it for just for like general wellness if you want to if you're serious about your endurance pursuit and you're like this sounds like something I should take seriously and try like then it might be a a couple of weeks to really maybe feel some of the anti-anxiety or the better type of sleep. um.
1: That and, but you're also putting your body in a better place to deal with, with, with the, the, the rigors of training. Mm. So you're, you're putting the, the CBD in your body such that when you do start doing the hard training blocks or you're in Mm -hmm. those situations where you twist something or something happens, like your body's kind of already prepared in uh in in a in a greater way to deal with those issues.
0: Yes. Okay. Cool. So it's being, it's more like prehab at that point. Really yeah. Doing, doing <laughs> right. that stuff. Yeah. And and you did mention a couple of different products. Like, how would you know? which one to take. And I believe on your site, you kind of do have it into certain buckets to help the consumer, like figure out what, when to use the gummies versus when to use the, the gel caps or, and the, the, the bomb. How does each of those differ?
1: So the way we look at it is we categorize it into three different types of products, one for training, one for racing, one for recovery. And I think that people that are in, that are runners in in endurance sports, they can all relate, you know, I've got to do training and I'm going to have some event or some sort of race or some sort of thing I'm going to do. And then I've got things I need to do to recover. So we have, uh, ingestible, our ultra gels, which is a soft gel CBD oil that you ingest. And that's the daily that you take for training. That's going to support your training. And what's great about the soft gels is because it's so precise, you can vary your dosage based on your training intensity. So for example, if you've got like a hard training block coming up of, you know, multiple runs back to back to back, you might want to increase your dosage to give your body extra CBD uh, to help with inflammation. Mm -hmm. Um, If you've just done, you know, a big long race and your body has worked, you know, you might want to up your dose some to, to 50 milligrams, 75 milligrams, a couple of days to give your body that extra boost of CBD to help with the help with the recovery. Then um, the racing product, that's sort of C- that's CBD on the go. So we wanted to have a product that people could take during a race, during a long training run or during some long training thing, whether you're biking and you know, maybe you're gonna be out for 10, 12 hours, maybe you're gonna be running for four or five hours, whatever that might look like. How do you take CBD with you? As a ibuprofen replacement Mm. for pain, Uh, for me, for example, uh, after about three and a half hours, my ankles just really start giving me problems. So I want to be proactive in that. So how do we do CBD on the go? Well, it turns out that our our soft gels weren't that great because they can melt, they can get crushed, and they make a mess. Um, So so we actually, our, 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 our racing product is a gummy. They taste great. There's not a lot of calories in them, so it's not like a like an energy chew or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's not not that. But but what it does Mm. is is it gives you a shot of 25 milligrams of CBD, and so you could take those every hour. Take one or two of those every hour as a preemptive measure uh, to keep inflammation and pain at bay. Um, You know, they taste great. They're super easy. They pack well. They're super light. Um, And it's just a very convenient way to do it. And on the recovery side, we have the bomb. So that's the topical. So that's where, you know, you wake up the next day and, you know, your uh, your quads are on fire. You know, like you you just did a super hard thing where you're climbing, your quads are on fire, whatever that might be. And you can rub this on. And it just it's just amazing. It's also amazing, too, um, with uh, things like trying to get better sleep. You know, oftentimes we get like some sort of muscle pull. We might, maybe, we pulled something in our in our in our abdomen or in our arm, and, and it makes sleeping painful. And so mm-hmm. you can put this on before you go to bed. Really get rid of the pain, and, you can get, and then get you can get to sleep. Uh, so so the topical can be used. It's it's a it's it's really a great secret weapon. Um, I was I was pacing a friend of mine at the Leadville 100 last summer, and we were at Twin Lakes uh, about mile 65. And he just, and he, he made sure that he had our recovery bomb in the bag because he knew he was going to need it. And he put that stuff on and we took off and he's just like, he's like, Jay, this stuff is just magic. Like, I just can't believe like how much better my legs feel. So, uh, so it all adds up and it all counts. And, um, but we just think that training racing recovery covers those three products cover hundred percent of your CBD needs. You've got the dosing to get super precise doesn't have to be complicated. We want to simplify this whole thing for people. You don't need CBD shampoo. You don't need CBD eyeliner, like <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Um, just have a daily dose. Have something on the go and something to help out when, when when things get sore.
0: Have you guys thought about putting some sugar and making it like a uh, um, a carbohydrate source as well? Like doing a or you just just don't want to get in that nutrition. Well, game.
1: we've got some we've got some special announcements coming up here, oh, here cool. in the next next month or so. So yeah, so yeah, we're super selective about like we want to make sure that whatever product we add to the mix that it is in support of how athletes do their sport. Yeah. And so, you know, that's why we only have three products. Um, you know, you go to other websites and it's this, that and you just start are scrolling through and and it may look impressive at first, but when it comes time to actually make the purchase, you're like, I don't know if this is the right thing, you know? Yeah. Um uh so uh so we try to really simplify this for athletes. So we do but there there's some special announcements coming up maybe on that on that end. So cool. Um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, right.
0: um what are some things about the like CBD in general, like a, a common misconception that you like to kind of set the story straight on, like, or, or is there, is there something that just kind of drives you crazy about it?
1: Yeah. So it's kind of funny when, when I first got into this business, my mom, she, you know, she was just like, Oh my God, that is the devil. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You're getting <laughs> into this, into this marijuana business. And it's like, no, this is, this actually is, has nothing to do with marijuana. Um, and, uh, so, so, so there's this, and, but there still is this, that we run, we bump up against it all the time that it's somehow associated with cannabis and marijuana. It's not that, um, it's a compound that is of the cannabis plant, but it's completely non-psychoactive. It will not get you high. You can't overdose on it. You can't get addicted to it. Um, and so it's this, it's this natural plant-based pain management um, that, uh, that people associate it with marijuana, but it has absolutely nothing to do with that. Um, so I think that's, that's one that we continue to bump up against. I mean, you know, in terms of like our ability to advertise our ability to do banking, there's all kinds of things that, um, that, that, that make it uh, a difficult business to be in. Um, hmm. and so I think that's where, I think that's where people need to be a little bit careful because um, it is a difficult business to be in, and you want to go with a company that you can trust and you know that they're looking out for your best interests, um, uh, and that are willing to go the extra, extra, extra mile, if you will, to to produce a great product um, that's made for them. It's super expensive to make the product that we make. I mean, you know, when I look at some of our competitors and like the costs, and, and especially having come out of a manufacturer and knowing what it costs to make products like ours is ours is really expensive, but, but it produces great results. Mm. And, uh, and I think that's the, that's, that's where our, our commitment lies. So, um, so yeah, I, I would say, I would say those things. And, you know, we, we actually produced a guide, the endurance athletes guide to CBD and, uh, because education is a big one. And so it's 58 pages, um, I've been told it's too long, uh, but but that's okay. I, I would. <laughs> yeah, I downloaded it. It's it's thick.
0: It is thick with details.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, but
0: if you really want to dive in and learn learn it, like it's even more extensive. Like goes even further than I had even done on my independent research. Seeing this ebook, yeah, really cool. It's free on the website. And it's really easy to, to access.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's free. We you know we give that away. Um, and and we're here to answer questions. You know, so I think education is a big one. Um and you know, we, we just published a, a, an article called the supermarket ripoff. And that's because um and again it goes back to this bioavailability factor and it's like how much is actually getting in your bloodstream. And so yeah, you go into the supermarket now and you see C B D on the shelves and it's 2999 and you're like, hey, I'll give it a shot. Well <laughs> well, <laughs> excuse me, how much did you actually get in your bloodstream to make a difference? Mm-hmm. And so when we look at that and we look at what's what's going on there, it's just it's not effective for people. And so that's where um, getting the right dosage and getting enough in your bloodstream makes a big, big difference. And that's why we've been so committed to this water soluble product. And I think I showed you earlier, you know, the mm-hmm. difference when you look at these two products side by side in water, the difference that that a water soluble you can just see. And you're like, oh wow, that that totally makes sense. Um, and I think that people just, just, just be educated about it. You know, just like you would do, you know, you would do research on what kind of shoes you're going to buy. You would do research on, you know, what kind of hydration you're going to, you're going to take, um, just do some research on like what kind of CBD you would put in your body and how much is actually getting in there. Yeah, and you guys are doing gr- a great job of that education process at Venga for sure. I mean you
0: speak tremendously well to – you're you're very focused on wh- who it is you're helping and, and how it helps them. And on the website, it's great. The blog, lots of really good stuff to help can kind of help clear up some of the, the questions that, you, that I had for you and also just help people get a deeper understanding and it's very um, accessible to them for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we just want to help people make a good decision at the end of the day. Um, that's why I wanted to make it super simple, have a, have high quality, great information out there that people can educate themselves and they may find other brands or they may find other things that they feel are, Hey, this, this really fits my price point or this really fits. I know these people, this company, but mm. now at least they know the questions to ask. And, totally. uh, you want to know, again, I, I would say a couple things just to look out for where, where does the hemp come from? Mm-hmm. um uh what
0: was the term uh, that what was the term that was used pcr
1: pcr hemp phytocannabinoid rich hemp where does it come from is, it, is this is this is this cbd from china or is this cbd just grown here in the united states mm. and you know again like like the hemp that we use is all grown using organic farming practices <laughs> more expensive uh right. but it's a it's a much higher quality product and so, you know, we can we can go buy gear and we can buy things that are, but we all know kind of how that how that works when we when we skimp on things. So, uh, so where where does the hemp come from? You know, we want to see, you know, hemp that's grown in the United States that's using things like organic farming practices uh, for the hemp. That makes a big difference. Um, hemp is what's called a bioaccumulator, meaning that it sucks up all the stuff in the soil. So that's why they planted hemp, like over in Chernobyl, and they plant hemp at chemical spills because it's mm. going to uh, accumulate all the stuff that's in the soil. So it's important mm. to know where it came from, because if it's a hemp farm that's being grown in China next to a chemical plant, um, that can that can be you know that, that can be real problems there. Uh, so that's a big one. Got it. Cool. That's a big
0: one. The dosage one was really eye-opening. The uh, the oil versus water soluble that's huge yeah and and really knowing how much you're taking like i said it was good that you took us to that level um yeah and and just like what they do what what it is and and what to look for so i really appreciate you helping helping clear that up so what are some of the goals uh, you guys got going on this year for you for the company and for you personally
1: yeah so that's a great question i mean our our goal it's it's a it's a lofty one is that we want to help 100,000 athletes stay in the game um, And, uh, I mean, that's, you know, our tagline is endurance for life. And, Mm. um, it's a little bit of a double entendre, but it really, what it means is, is that we want to help athletes continue to do the sport that they love to do for the rest of their lives. And as we change and we get older, you know, and the challenges that we have in life and those kinds of things, injury, I mean, injury is just a, just as much a part of endurance sports as training is. It's just not a question of if it's going to happen, but it's just when and how bad. And so we want to have a company that helps support people to do this sport that they love, and so to that end, like we're looking at this hundred thousand athlete mark like that would be so cool it's a it's a big one it 's a big one for us, but every little bit helps, and I think that we come at it from standpoint of that we're athletes ourselves we get it we live the life we're we're out there doing it we struggle like everybody else with time and weather and our bodies and all those kinds of things that everybody struggles with and uh and yet we all at the company all everybody here does some sort of sport and um you know we all take CBD and it, and it helps us and it helps us um, I, I would say that um, one one piece is I think that being an entrepreneur might be the the ultimate endurance sport. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I've heard that. So it certainly certainly helps in the in the efforts that we that we have here. And you know when when we get testimonials in on a daily basis from people that just tell us how it's been life changing for them, how it's helped them, how it helped them get across the finish line, how it helped them recover faster, whatever that might be. Uh, it's just it just makes our purpose for being like really, really worth it. Um, so that's, what's going on there for me. Um, I want to get, I want to do, uh, an ultra this year, probably sometime in August or September. I haven't, I haven't nailed down a date yet and given the state of things, who knows what that's going to look like. Um, maybe I just do my own, my own race, whatever, but, um, uh but yeah i didn't i didn't do an ultra last year super busy with with growing the company but did a few races but um but you know just just staying after it and we're we're still in the throes of winter here in steamboat springs um so we're not going to see the trails for another couple of months but uh Mm. but things are melting it's getting better but i'm out there on the roads you know pretty much every day and uh trying to get after uh, it how high up um, are you there so right here, we're at about 6,000 feet. Um, okay. So like, yeah, so we train pretty regularly between six and 11,000 feet. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's uh, part of it. Um, so we're having a great time here and the company. We, we love our customers. We love our ambassadors. Uh, love having the opportunity to talk to people like you because we just see where education and people really understanding what they're putting in their bodies is, uh, is so important here.
0: For sure, and if nothing else, is super helpful helpful for me, so I can always spread this word and help people just figure out like how to navigate the the CBD world. What's the best way to um to to find you guys? I mean, your website obviously. Where's like your preferred method to uh, to get information on you?
1: Yeah, you can go to venga VengaCBD.com. VengaCBD.com. venga uh, CBD.com. v e n g a, cbd com. That's probably the easiest. We're on Instagram. Uh, we love Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram. We post all kinds of interesting content about uh, how, training, videos, our ambassadors, um, how they're using CBD, our pros, how they're using it, how it's helping people. We answer questions, super responsive. So Instagram is a great place to connect with us uh, as well. And you can also we have live chat, email, and eight hundred number. We love phone calls. If you've got a question, just just call us. You know, we'll we'll sit there and chat with you on the phone and 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 share whatever information we can so that people can make a great a great decision, good informed decision. So we try to make it super. We try to be super accessible. And um uh, but everything really starts at vengascbd.com.
0: Well, that's what we can send them. Well, Jay, I really appreciate you popping on. Super. Yeah informative for the audience. I think everyone get a a lot of good clarity on this. Um, yeah, so I'm going to hit stop on this. We'll stay on the, on the screen, but, um, just signing off. So I'll see you guys soon. See you.